0: Welcome to this episode of the Minnesota Left-Handers podcast. The PGA Tour heads to Bay Hill this week and the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, We have an opportunity here to highlight one of the most dominant performances on tour. Um, Multiple winner at Bay Hill. Multiple consecutive year winner at Bay Hill. Tiger Woods. Today I am going to... Today's episode is titled, Bay Hill Stories, 2008. I think the best way to begin an episode with this title is to take a look at this tweet from Justin Ray GC. Um, Justin Ray has has since moved on from the Golf Channel uh, onto other ventures, but this tweet is is from a few years ago, as you'll see. Uh, But I think the dominance still resonates. It, It went like this. Total wins by players under the age of 45 Tiger Woods, 79. Tiger Woods in WGCs, 18. Dustin Johnson, 17. Tiger Woods in Florida, 16. Tiger Woods in majors, 14. Tiger Woods in California, 13. Roy McElroy, 13. Tiger Woods in Ohio, 13. Adam Scott, 13. And Zach Johnson, 12. This is one of my all-time favorite statistics. Obviously, this again, I this this tweet's a little bit old, because um, we know that since then Tiger has has won another major. He's up to eighty-two total wins. Rory has twenty wins, uh, among you know other changes. But I just I cannot believe the dominance displayed in in this this tweet. Uh, Eight of those Florida wins, eight of those 16 Florida wins for Tiger Woods came at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and I'm going to take today's episode to highlight the story of 2008. As I record this here in 2022, the last we saw of Tiger was in a booth with Jim Nance and Nick Faldo at the Genesis Invitational, the tournament that he hosts in L.A. at Riviera Country Club just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, In the booth, he talked about how he, he doesn't know when he'll play again. Obviously, we know about the car accident and his recovery from that. But that comes following back injuries, knee injuries, tons of rehab the last couple of years. At 46, 47 years old, he's, he's starting to get old, and it's, and it's starting to show. Um, and I, I feel like what we're seeing from Tiger these days, maybe in the last two or three years, is what I saw from Michael Jordan as he reached the end of his career. I vaguely remember being eight years old, watching Jordan win his sixth championship championship, over the, the Utah Jazz. I remember the shot. I remember the Sports Illustrated cover. I remember the celebration. I was aware of his greatness. I was aware kind of of, of who he was. But I also remember the Wizards jersey. The the ride-off into the sunset, 42-year-old MJ playing for the Washington Wizards, a team that I think he was a part owner in or something. And, I mean, it was just, just sort of the end of a of a illustrious career that that I sense that I missed and I feel like players now uh newcomers to the game now are that's what we're getting from Tiger Woods that there was a magic about the 2019 Masters that that those of us who got to see him through the 2000s uh really could could feel and and a nostalgia there that just isn't relatable uh you know to the to the newcomers to the game much in the same way that it's not for me for me seeing MJ in a wizard's jersey right so that is that's one of the reasons that I wanted to put together this episode Bay Hill stories 2008 as a reminder of the dominance and the the Sunday surge that we saw so often from him and, and what it did to the players around him. Uh even even guys like VJ Singh, who was still very much in the prime of his career, uh wasn't number one in the world anymore, but had had reached that just a few years previous and was definitely for for a while one of Tiger's strongest competitors. Um uh, and then you have Bart Bryant who who held tough, hung tough as, as best as he could, but, you know, Tiger's Tiger and 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 we saw what can happen there. Tiger Entered the week already a four-time champion of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Four consecutive years, 2000, 2001, 2002, and 2003. Um, so he knew the course well. He knew he knew the tournament well. He was familiar. This season, in 2008, he came in as, one, the PGA Championship uh, champion, um the reigning pj championship champion from 2007 uh obviously at this time of the year we haven't had a major yet um but but he held that he was the current holder of that trophy that he had also already had two wins in 2008 the Buick Invitational and the WGC Accenture Match Play uh so so things were rolling tiger was off to one of his his usual starts as we as we entered the uh the week of the Arnold Palmer Invitational after two rounds, it looked like Vijay Singh was going to run away with it. He'd gone 66, 65, and on a par 70 course, he was he was leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. You look at where Tiger was and where Bart Bryant was. Tiger was at two under after two rounds. Bart Bryant was at uh, four under after two rounds. So definitely didn't think that they were going to factor, and, and Vijay would kind of just roll and, and, and walk away with this tournament until he shot a three over 73 on Saturday, which opened the door for Tiger. By the end of the third round, three were tied at six under. Vijay Singh, Tiger Woods, Bart Bryant. This set the stage for one of the most memorable finishes Of Tiger's career. You know the one. The 20-foot putt, the hat throw, the fist pump. It definitely wasn't a guarantee though. Three front nine birdies on Sunday gave Tiger an advantage and I'm sure sparked that typical Sunday surge and fear in the rest of the field that we so often saw those years. I can't imagine that any player would ever admit it, but the leaderboard often told that story. Players crumbled as he climbed on Sundays but a two-shot swing on the 10th let Bryant and Singh right back in. Tiger had made bogey while Bryant and Vijay both birdied. Bryant drew even with Tiger again, and Vijay was back within one. By the 13th, Tiger had gained a one-shot advantage again over Bryant, and Vijay's bogey on the 14th put him three back and ultimately out of contention. It became a two-man race. Bryant birdied the 15th, to go into the last three holes tied again. Pars by both on 16 and 17 set the stage for the 18th, and I'll just let the coverage take it from here. And there's that whole location, if you draw a line right from the flag stick to, it's to Bryant, cross, and it's just
1: can, all I mean, that water, he's, he's got to take it out left. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> this is do or die, man. When you're back there with this pressure on you, trying to win Arnold Palmer's tournament, Sounded solid, Dottie Solid, but just left of the hole. I tell you, that is not the dumbest shot I've ever seen. That that's not bad. A par here doesn't usually lose the tournament.
2: Bryant at 18 for his birdie chance to take the lead along.
1: I tell you, he's a happy guy to have a 10-incher right there. <laughs> Very happy you don't have a three-footer, Dottie. They made it stress free in a pretty tough situation. Yeah, he's a happy man. That's uh, you can make that even when you're. Doing some serious joking. you can make that.
0: Bryant at nine under in the clubhouse leader will now wait to see what Tiger will do. Bart played great, especially the back nine. We forced the issue on, on 18 and by posting nine all day, we we're trying to get to 10 figure 10 at the worst of being a playoff. I wanted to make sure I made it a very aggressive swing and I was aiming at the tower there, which is probably about 15, 20 feet left of the hole. Just hit the ball on that tower because the wind had totally switched. It was in off the left on 17, now it's in off the right. And if I spin that five-arm, I can't get there. Just make sure I got committed and hit a shot that would give myself a 20-footer or so, and it, it turned out absolutely perfect. That was the best thing I made all week. Oh,
1: yeah. well, this one a this knock down. Little left of the hole. I would almost bet you that was within a foot of where he was aiming it. That's how perfect that shot was. Literally within a foot of where he was aiming.
0: I kept telling myself, I've done this before. I did it against Phil, and this time it's a little bit deeper in the green. So the putt breaks a little bit more, and obviously it has a little more grain on it this year. No reason why I can't do it again, and just make sure you get your speed right.
1: This is a 24 footer to put away victory number. 64 trying to win five consecutive PGA Tour events for the third time in the entire history of the tour. Tiger's the only player to do that more than once. Folks, I'm going to give you a stat that uh, probably means nothing right now, but he is 0 for 21 this week on putts over 20 feet. Now Bart Bryant might like to hear that stat right now, but knowing Tiger he would say, well, I just saved the best for last. Hello, Ben Hogan! The perfect season alive. Five straight PGA Tour victories. And a birdie at the 72nd hole matches the Great Hawk with career victory number 64.
0: Tiger would go on to repeat in 2009, then again consecutively in 12 and 13, giving him eight total wins at Bay Hill. And yet maybe even more amazingly, Bay Hill isn't the only course where he exerted, and yet maybe even more amazingly, Bay Hill isn't the only course where he asserted this level of dominance, having won eight times at Firestone Golf Course in Akron, Ohio as well. He piled up many WGC wins there. Given the storied history at Bay Hill and the field that it draws year after year, it makes sense that it was granted elevated status this year, along with the Genesis, played a few weeks back at Riviera, and hosted by Tiger himself, and the Memorial Tournament hosted by Jack Nicholas. This elevated status means that there's a smaller field. The total purse has increased from 9.3 million to 12 million, with the winner's share jumping from 1.6 to 2.1 million. More FedEx Cups have been a lot have been. More FedEx Cup points have also been allocated to this tournament. The winner of the of this tournament receives 550 points, as opposed to say last week's Honda Classic winner earning 500. This sort of is a is a midpoint between the average tournament, the average weekly tournament, and a major. Whereas in the majors, the winner earns 600 points. Each position earns a little more. Second place earns 315, as opposed to 300. Um, so we see a little bit of a bump there. But uh, it, it has received the elevated status for that reason. And finally, there will also be an opposite field event this week in Puerto Rico. Bryson DeChambeau was set to defend his title. But we received this message early Monday morning from his official Twitter.
2: Simulator, I've been working hard on my game and working on on recovery. Um, man, tough decision right now. I have... Uh, a lot of work to do to get everything back into order for this week. I just feel like it's too short a time for me to get back 100% playing at 100% capacity. Right right now, I'm like 90%. I just don't want to go out there and hurt myself even more and not be 100% ready for the rest of the season. I want to come back early and then have to take more time off. Um, so it's a hard decision I have to make right now, but going to have to unfortunately not play this week. I wanted to thank. Uh, the Palmer family and all they've done, they've been a tremendous support to me and my professional golf career. And at this current point in time, I've got to take uh, another week off and I'm going to try and get back and play for the players. But as of right now, I just, I just can't risk it going out there and having it re aggravate. This has been one of the hardest moments in my life. Like I said, in the last post, because I'm not able to do much. And yeah, although I can hit some golf balls, it's not comfortable. It's not fully comfortable. A bit frustrating, but again, I appreciate y'all's support. I love you guys. I want to get back out there as soon as possible. It's just not ready yet.
0: The tournament this year is wide open, and it's a fantastic field. Also, Also, consider this. Three of the winners of the last four tournaments have been first-time winners, and the other was Joaquin Neiman, a 23-year-old. The talent pool is so deep in pro golf right now, and considering that this is an elevated field, what an opportunity for someone to change their life. And lastly, remember that the original purpose for this podcast was and always will be to gain awareness for the State Lefty Open. The State Lefty Open this year is July 16th and 17th at Riverwood National in Otsego, Minnesota. Check out my social channels for the flyer or shoot me a message at mnlefthanders at gmail.com to get on the mailing list for monthly as of now and soon bi-weekly updates as the golf season gets closer. Audio for this episode was pulled directly from Bryson DeChambeau's Twitter account, the PGA Tour YouTube account, golfchannel.com, golf.com, and the PGA Tour.com. So hat it to those channels. And I hope that you enjoyed Bay Hill Stories 2008. And check out my social channels for updates on the API this week and any news that might come out about the state lefty open. Thanks for listening, and check back soon for more episodes.